0: It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck, just grab a drink and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night, all wrapped up into one. You're gonna sing
1: is the last episode of the year year? (laughs) 2023. A little, like, uh, what do you call that? Audience
0: noise in the background, yeah,
1: (laughs) audience light on, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, this is wild, super
0: wild kind of sad I always feel kind of sad at the end of these because I'm like wow uh catch you on a flippity flip guys but also Wait, just
1: yeah what is you this? in February well it also feels different because we like just had a break
0: yeah sorry guys had a baby yep <laughs> not, yeah. your mm. not your fault
1: not your fault it's Avery's you're right <laughs> <laughs> yeah as I was saying that I'm like then whose fault is it <laughs> 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 oh, but here we true. are. We're here with a Christmas episode. We had so many great voicemails, text about either past situations they've had over the holidays mm. or future situations that they want to share because A, it's funny, or B, they like really are in a pickle. So okay. we'll see what kind of um let me see here. Advice solicited advice we can give actually because it was solicited I was gonna
0: say it was they called in they had yeah. I thought you said unsolicited I was no, like, no no Bang. Oh, unqualified but solicited advice yes perfect I go. love that I was sitting in bed this morning actually thinking about that I was like wow the amount of people that call in I hope I've been humble enough in the years to say I actually don't have comments on this one I'm not quite sure what I would do in this situation I'm not sure if I've said that
1: enough times or if I just kind of come up with an answer. Yeah. There is one of them today that I'm not even sure we'll play because I it's it has to do with like the abortion topic, but mm. more specifically the IVF topic during the holidays. I come, and I'm like, I, I, don't, I actually like don't even know how to respond to that yeah i mean we know
0: what the catholic church teaches but in regards to like a personal situation and a conversation with people it's like
1: nah. well she <laughs> reposted something from live action about ivf on social media her oh. husband's cousin got mad and messaged her and was like you're gonna stop it and she's gonna see them at christmas
0: <laughs> oh well i have thoughts on that i mean it that feels like very on par with things that i'll share a post about like Catholic faith and stuff, and family members are like, rah, rah. <laughs> and then you see them again later, and it's like, you know what? Yeah, you gotta love them. Like, it, you can h- both have differing opinions and still hang out in the same room and be adults, right? You'd hope. I don't know. that's kind I love where I this. With it.
1: Okay, we're, we're gonna go through it. We'll do okay. that one. We'll do that Let's one do first. Let's do it. But first, heck yes, Meg. What's your heck yes?
0: Uh, my heck yes is twofold. Um, one is just that every postpartum and new baby that we have, I'm just very very grateful for my various avenues of work, including this podcast. Like I've done this podcast while nursing multiple babies and it's just, I'm just so grateful. And I made a phone call from a Kroger Starbucks after I had to run back in to take care to go to the bathroom and then Makaya needed a nurse. And I was like, well, I could make a phone call for a like a business call real quick. And I got that taken care of. I shot product photos this week for two different companies with Makaya strapped to me. So it was just like- Productivity is real- high.
1: What? <laughs> Productivity is on high right now.
0: Oh, yeah, one phone call a day, you know, I'm really killing it. Um, no, but it just makes me very grateful that, like, this is what my work looks like, and it it just works so fluidly around my life as a mom, and it doesn't take from them. it doesn't um, yeah, I don't know. I'll just leave it there. The second one <laughs> is. Heck yes to Cecilia not giving away all of her Halloween candy when I thought she had because now I am eating two 100 grand bars after lunch and dinner because it's still there in the laundry room. So... (laughs)
1: so backstory there was a quite a bit of a miscommunication um (laughs) which believe it which believe it or not is possible with how much we communicate (laughs) i thought she was like like i there was a i mean megan bought a ton of candy granted there were so many trick-or-treaters and i was like restocking the candy Mm -hmm. and you know megan's like ripped and raw you know and so (laughs) i'm (laughs) like I'm like, I'm wet. <laughs>
0: That's true. Very accurate.
1: Very postpartum. DC was on candy
0: duty for that
1: reason. Yes. <laughs> so anyways, I'm like grabbing them from the cupboard, refilling them. And I had brought like two or three more bags outside. Mm-hmm. And when we finished those bags, Megan was like, are we all finished? Are there's no more? And I was like, yeah, there's no more. Meaning there's no more in these current bags, three that are bags sitting on the lawn. Um, and we were all ready to go inside. So we went inside and we put a sign out that just said, don't knock. No more candy. Oh, we said no more candy. Uh, I think we said, we mentioned the baby sleeping, but then
0: I think we also mentioned no candy. I don't remember. Maybe we didn't, Okay, I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: Regardless. I thought we
0: had no more candy. (laughs) There was definitely more candy. (laughs) A Costco bag size full of candy still in the cupboard. So (laughs) Avery and I are very grateful now that mm-hmm. we didn't give that away. At the time, I was like, what a waste. These poor trick-or-treaters, we were giving them like one one starburst, because we were like, we're almost out. Oh, I'm at so the sorry. end.
1: Yeah. yeah. Were, I mean, we were pretty generous throughout the night. I will say those 17-year-olds didn't need that candy. That's but... true. They go, mm-hmm. <laughs> they go buy their own. They go buy their own. Anyways, is, I mean, great what? great stocking stuffers. Tr-
0: true they're not you halloween choose. themed
1: no they can
0: choose what you want in there <laughs> christmas not nerds. morning i'll just come out with the bag hey guys what you want
1: <laughs> okay heck for you.
0: or carrie why did something crazy happen with nerds or just because she'll bounce oh, no. off the walls
1: i'm just like those at feel like they're a terrible idea for a toddler because they're little oh. and mini, and it's like giving They'll them a box of everywhere yeah. oh
0: yes So Uh true. True, true, Uh true. And selfishly, I want the nerds anyway. So (laughs) the best (laughs) paid for them.
1: (laughs) Okay. So my heck yes. Uh, When we're recording this, we're recording this on Wednesday, the 13th. So like half a week prior to this coming out of December. And last night, Patrick and I just got in from our travels from Japan to Kentucky. We got in at midnight, but wow oh my gosh so much acid reflux right now
2: um
1: (laughs) this coke I'm drinking but we did not spend an ounce of money on food the whole traveling and throughout it all we didn't spend because I coordinated like I made sure our layovers were long enough for us to go to delta lounges and eat up oh I was like how the actual heck did you go without food got it got it got it yeah
0: Uh You're smart. Look at you, budgeter. Dave Ramsey's daughter.
1: Look (laughs) at me. (laughs) So yeah, we spent no money on food. But then when we got in, I had ordered Buffalo Wild Wings online. I mean, Patrick literally gets American crap food two weeks out of the year. So
2: we did Buffalo. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) We spent money on that. But besides that point, we spent literally no money and you know how expensive airport food is you dude know? it's so expensive yeah you get a bag of chips and it's like six dollars and you're like yeah. what i know <laughs> i know yeah so i'm proud um, of you that's impressive thank you, thank you. So what heck is guys? your hack
0: now um my hack now is not knowing if you're doing this whole parenting thing right especially when you're like one of the first friends in your friend group to have babies young and you're just kind of like I'm shooting shots in the dark here but then I especially don't love the whole thing of like I'm really struggling my prayer life is struggling right now or I think it is because there's this whole concept of like well prayer life just looks different when you have littles like it's just you loving on the littles and like your acts of service towards them and your love towards them and that is your prayer it's an act right now it's not like going to adoration or sitting and reading through your bible for mm-hmm. hours, hours on end or journaling in silence cuz when is it silent with three small children um and so i have a really hard time with that because it feels kind of like a cop out to just be like oh well your your actual responsibilities throughout the day are your prayer to god and that is that suffices Especially mm-hmm. when I don't know if I'm doing the actual responsibilities throughout the day right. And so I'm just like, <laughs> um, what? And I, maybe that's part of my problem as like a
1: perfectionist or an athlete of like, there's no right way to do it per se. Like you don't have a coat. Like there's no like coat I don't to have light. A... You know what I mean? Like, And, and I do think I've do? said this,
0: if I haven't said it on the podcast before, I've been talking to my girlfriends about it a lot lately. But seminarians have you know they're not seminary well yeah seminarians people uh-huh. who want to be priests or whatever they have like six years of studying how to do it well you become a mom and it's just like here's your child go ahead go home or like you have your kid yeah. at home and you're like here's your child and you're like oh, I know what to do and I was like talking to Mary Lundeberg the other day some of y'all know her and I was like why the freak did I do geometry like why did they teach me geometry in school why didn't they teach me childhood development or like, I know we had that. We had that class as an elective. What did you take it? You probably took it. Didn't you?
1: Yeah. I childhood development one and two foods, one, two, three, four fashion, like sewing one and two. What the crap. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Well, I apparently went to the wrong school. I did graphic design. Um, I think we had a sex ed class and, uh, I think that was probably it. 'Cause I those Illinois did. Illinois taxes gotta pay for something.
1: <laughs> that is crazy
0: though. Cause I, I'm sitting here thinking I have never once, I understand most people probably use geometry, blah, 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 blah. I've never once used geometry again since I took that class. I could really use some childhood development, you know, expertise right now. And I'm in it. Like it sucks because it's not like, oh well. Let me just put everything on pause real quick and really do a deep dive and learn this. It's like, no, no, no. You got to pick it up as you're going. And it's going fast. The train is moving fast. You better figure it out kind of thing.
1: So that's <laughs> no. And it's hard not to be like, well, I'll just catch the next train, meaning I'll just do it uh-huh. with the next kid. <laughs> I, well, especially because
0: in my <laughs> head, and my parents even said this because I'm the oldest of five. If you get the first right and you start to implement things with the first, the others follow and mm-hmm. it gets easier with the others. So you know? true. And so I'm like, no, 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 there is no next train. It is now or never.
1: You this, is the train, the train. <laughs> this is the train. This is the train to be on. It's either on or it's running me over. Yeah, so, literally.
0: <laughs> right now it feels like it's running me over and I would love to get scooped up and swept inside and start figuring it out. And Carrie's um, that
1: conductor. She's
0: <laughs> like, choo-choo.
1: <laughs> We're going. Thank
0: <laughs> <Like>, you. <laughs> that's Carrie. Um, yeah, so I just don't, you know. That's my heck no. It's not knowing if you're doing it right and then prayer life being weird. And like, I don't know. I, I would love nothing more than to start journaling again daily like I used to. That used to be my favorite way to pray. But that would mean that I'm staying up till like midnight to get silence or waking up before all the kids. And at this point in life, sleep is like crucial to my sanity and overall well-being. And so that just seems impractical and irresponsible so sleep i just equals, i it was
1: like making food three times yes. a day
0: <laughs> no actually it's true
1: and and that was yeah
0: no that's super true sleep mm-hmm. is as on par as eating three meals a day right now so mm-hmm. to skip a meal and without just a journal one of the, seems like
1: without sleep you are not going to be able to make three meals no a day. exactly
0: or we'll be your dash you three of them and then we will have no money and then, then
1: I'm really screwed. <laughs> okay. So. Well, I, I want to touch on the like prayer life thing a little bit, but you, you had a great transition into my heck now is the Jordan. <laughs> Take <it> away. <laughs> I, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I channeled Megan this morning. Apparently all I'm thinking about is food right now, but I guess I know about food, um, but totally channeled Megan because this morning, jet lag woke up at like 4 a.m 5 a.m and then I put an order in for Panera to get delivered when they opened because <laughs> there's no food in the house you know you just right. get back and I was like wow having the Panera app is like so dangerous because if I didn't have the Panera app I probably would have driven there and gotten it like truly yeah yeah <laughs> and honestly Panera panera a delivery is only a dollar which is it's ridiculous so great and panera is one of the best yeah but still like i don't think i even maybe would have even bought panera like panera is kind of expensive you know it is kind of expensive but did you yeah. love it were you proud of that decision? oh my gosh it was so good <laughs> it was so worth it like just leave it at Zero the regrets. Porch, babe yep Oh yeah, it was so good. And then
0: it's great because you're like, yeah, I got a breakfast. It's coming. Just stay in bed a little longer. Like, well, yeah. you know, like
1: I took care of it. Don't
0: it was worry. taken. Don't ask questions.
1: <laughs> but I was like, this is a heck no because that was too easy and I see how easy it can be in the temptation. It's so I'm shouldn't know, yeah. especially when I'm you have the that app. app.
0: Yeah. Because like Panera app is one thing, but having the DoorDash app and being like, oh, what am I in the mood for? What do we want for dinner? It's
1: like, mm-hmm. yeah, very bad. Lethal. Lethal. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> lethal. Okay. But back to the prayer life thing. I know you we were talking about this a little bit before yeah. the podcast, but you're kind of saying like, or what did you say? You were like something about prayer or something about Advent. I was like, oh, I'm reading this oh. Advent book and you're yeah, like I'm halfway through December and I just feel like I
0: have done nothing and I mean we're just nearing up on two months postpartum so like I don't I'm not like putting this pressure on myself or like this ridiculous um expectation on myself or anything but it goes back to the whole like okay well if my you know, prayer life right now as a mom to three little ones is my daily actions and responsibilities in regards to parenthood, but I'm not doing them very consistently well, then that makes me feel like my prayer life is actually lacking. And I don't know how to like fill that void because it seems wildly impossible <laughs> mm-hmm. to find silent, quiet time to listen to what God is trying to tell me right now and right. to like, really dive into that relationship with him right now so i'm just
1: like uh, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah well, yeah and i think i said something like dude postpartum literally is your advent and you're like but i hate that because it feels like a cop-out and i totally get yes. what you mean and part of me is like okay advent is all about the waiting you know like mary yeah. and jesus, mary and joseph are waiting for baby jesus like we are in the waiting and um just like from what i've experienced of really good friends and postpartum and stuff like that, it seems like a lot of postpartum is like waiting to not feel like I'm waiting anymore. Like if that, (laughs) it seems so meta, but like waiting to feel a little more normal and like waiting in, it's kind of just like a rite of passage to feel normal. It seems like it's not something where you can do X, Y, Z in your Mm -hmm. normal or you know whatever and it feels like the waiting is quite literally forever and your life will be like this forever but it True. won't but it feels yeah. like it right it's... once you
0: get a couple postpartum's and you realize oh it won't be like this forever but it still is kind of like
1: all right <laughs> like i'm wait you know what i mean and yeah I feel like there's a beauty in that with the parallel of advent is the waiting mm. um because and also like this excitement for what is to come when you're out of the waiting yes. and yeah yes. but like <laughs> the parallel of like that's the excitement of like Jesus coming you know what i mean true and true. um the book i'm reading is come lord jesus meditations on the art of waiting and it's an advent book and it goes day by day have it on kindle um but it's from it's by mother mary frances and she's a poor claire um am i saying that right poor claire sisters i think i am it sounds right yeah yeah okay so really really devout group um and anyways there, it's really, really great. It's not too late to like start with an advent kind of. I mean, you can get it on Kindle immediately, you know. But yeah. she's talking a, a, like how the book is set up is essentially like the mother, you know, like the head, the head nun essentially is giving these talks to all the sisters. Um. Okay. Like in the community, and so that's like the how it's how it's set up. So she's like daughters, like she okay. she dresses you as a daughter because okay. it, it, as if you're in the vocation of got it, you know, the um, yes, thank you, mm-hmm. um, the religious community. There you go. So, anyways, talking a lot about waiting, but it's like you're like waiting for something to come. And I think that is a lot of again, it's not like you can make Jesus be born faster. Mary wasn't getting an induction, okay? Like <laughs> and it's not like you can make postpartum go by faster. Like and things- you don't want
0: to. It's like the weirdest thing. You don't yeah. want to. Which is also kind of interesting because you don't want Christmas to happen because the anticipation's half of the joy mm-hmm. um with it. But carry yeah. on, sorry.
1: Yeah, and it's like this, and so paralleling that to like having this feeling of like, yeah, embrace, like enjoying it, but also having this like rush to meet Jesus in a way, yeah. or like rush to be out of this season. And a few things that I was like highlighting from reading is that, um, you know, he is desiring to find us full of love and gentleness and eagerness to be his. So let's not disappoint him. Let's let us not meet him with hearts full of our own little desires and just Mm. like completely like emptying ourselves out. Um, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and like, almost as if like, instead of reading a book or something like that, like, What are ways in your life where you could empty out different areas or like not choose the desires that you actually want, like having a daily mortification. So that would be something like- DoorDash.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like for me, it would be like,
1: (laughs) it could be something so small. It's like, I really want creamer in my coffee this morning and I'm not going to do it because that's like a daily mortification of like emptying out a temptation or not. not, maybe it's not even a temptation, just like a desire- that i want yeah and like not choosing it for the sake of like making more space in my heart like it's a reminder right so when you choose not to do something it can remind you of number one one, why you're not doing it number two practice self-control but number three like not giving into these because it it like not doing that reminds me like i need to make more space to Mm. for jesus to come because he's coming it's the whole point of advent but also to make more space to hear what he wants for me in this season mm. and not filling it with so much noise. Disney- yeah. Yep. Yep. We've
0: talked mm-hmm. about that before in here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then new moms, postpartum moms who feel like you don't have an ounce of silent time. Um. Our thing, what I'm hearing, this is what I'm hearing. You can mm-hmm. tell me if this is true. Um, I'm no spiritual director, but <laughs> <laughs> but these nuns in this book now, um, the whole thing that we could be doing is coming up with some sort of like action daily that we could be doing. That's not necessarily tied into our responsibilities. It's not the laundry. It's not the dishes. It's not the rearing
1: of the kids. It's actually it's like, taking away an action.
0: Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be like, you know what? I am not turning on not putting my phone by my bedside at night or I am leaving my phone in the kitchen or I am I don't know (laughs) clearly mine should be phone related um (laughs) door dash not door dashing this meal except again I understand meals and postpartum so I don't know this is interesting this is so good because it's it's not relative to what's not it doesn't require silence per se
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's an action that you're making. To carve out more space in your and heart it's an and internal,
1: internal, right? Thing. It's like what a total to internal know? thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So
1: there was some really good quotes I kind of want to like run through that I pulled out. Tell me, tell um, me. And talking about like Advent, um, and saying like it's a season of burgeoning life, a season of tending life, and a season of becoming. And I love that idea of becoming like Advent. Who are you becoming? Like, what does Jesus want yeah. you to become in this season? I just, I feel like become is such like how I envision it. I'm like, this is like a chrysalis cocoon becoming yes. butterfly. Yeah, you know? same. Become is such a good word. Um, let me see here. They're also talking about like attitude a lot. Um,
0: Ooh. Ooh, tell me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was saying, like, there is like that if if a sacrifice costs you nothing, it was a worthless offering. So, like, I'm very sweet and agreeable because nothing is disturbing me. I'm very charitable because no one's crossing me. I'm very sincere. Um, and amicable because no one's disturbing me. I'm very prayerful because no one's bothering me. All these delusions are worthless offerings because that sacrifice costs you nothing, okay. That literally confirms my worry about it being a
0: cop out well i'm not I'm not super prayerful because you know, like you said I'm prayerful because no one's bothering me, which means that those that are being bothered by small children their prayer that they should be doing or that I should be pursuing because it's lacking heavily right now mm-hmm. would actually be meaningful
3: mm-hmm. yeah dang right. well
1: it would yeah it would be like not that <laughs> yeah. I'm like Mrs. Grace calculator over here but I just feel like <laughs> when you do something when it's really hard to do it it's like even more yes. worth it
0: yeah totally that's mm-hmm. like, that's like, oh, well, I'm going to um, make Christmas cookies for my neighbors because, you know, that's so sweet and so nice of me. But also they're like two feet away versus. And I you were making them take... already and you were avoiding right. The laundry. <laughs> right. And it's a cup filler for me and blah, 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 blah. Versus there's a family 30 minutes away, just had a kid. We should take them a dinner on oh, 30 minutes is a long drive. I just had a small, small kid. Like, I don't know. Can we make it work? That needs to happen.
1: Mm -hmm. or even just like it could be so simple as like it'd be so so much easier for I need five minutes of silence to put them in front of the tv but like I'm gonna put them outside and then sit for five minutes and like it might be harder because I need like I need to I don't know get them bundled up for the cold or whatever Mm. and put them outside but like it is worth it and yeah not you know, like it could be out. so it could be so small, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like these little acts. But there was another one where she was talking about, like, it is ours to determine how we wait. We can't be a victim of how the waiting goes. Like we can, de- although you're in a waiting season, you can determine how it goes, like how you wait. You can't determine so how it goes, but you can determine how
0: true. you wait
1: in the waiting. <laughs>
0: true, true, true. That's the difference between Jeannie's postpartum so far and this postpartum. I'm leaning into the weight versus fighting it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Um, Another one is, I believe this should be our goal for Advent, that we do not waste grace. Love that. Yeah, that's really good. Um, that. Let's see. God Remind is coming. What... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. You can finish the quotes first. I want you to remind us what the name of this is after you finish the quotes. Okay. God is coming to cleanse our hearts. Will we let him cleanse them? Um. Let us cleanse our hearts for the coming of our great king. What needs scrubbing? What in your heart? Feeling very inspired at the moment. <laughs> I know. Dang. Um it is only it is only hearts that are emptied of worldliness of earth's fleeting desires that God can inflame with his love oh that's so good I know I was just do you have more yeah oh yeah going this is I'm just gonna rattle them off he's desiring to find us full of love and gentleness and eagerness to be his so let us not disappoint him let us meet him with hearts full of our own little desires and so if we see him coming, we rush out to meet him. This is what we have to do in these weeks when we see the opportunities he will send. So it's like creating space to see more opportunities, you know? Um, Yeah, which you can't have if there's too much noise in your heart, mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah, in your brain. <laughs> Let us be uh-huh. full of wonder and praise that God goes on believing in us hoping in us and trusting that we will someday yet realize his dream of us love that it kind of makes me want to (laughs) cry i know i'm like one day i didn't ever even i'm like wow god has like a dream for us like oh so cute
0: that is really cute it's very like fatherhood daughterhood kind of situation
1: there where you're like okay especially Uh as
0: a mom i'm like oh
1: (laughs) And it was like a little prayer. It was like, grant me the grace to realize my own possibilities and to realize your dream of me. Wow. Yeah. You uh, have these in a notepad that you can, you know, copy. So these, with with Kindle, you can like highlight stuff. And so I'm okay. just going through like my highlighted, highlighted. stuff. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think anything anything else. I mean, there's so much, but um. Oh, she was talking about like, if we bring excuses, so to speak, she was like, may I dare even use this phrase, but it can paralyze God in like working in your heart. If you bring excuses to the table. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like it paralyzes how he can work in our lives. I mean, that checks out.
0: That makes sense to me. That's strong language, but it's um, moving.
1: Mm hmm. So, anyways, yeah, that's it. Um, well, remind me the name of that. Book. Come, Lord Jesus, meditations on the art of waiting. Again, it's okay. by Mother Mary Francis. I by Ignatius Press is the one that I have. I don't have it in print, but it goes day by day. Okay. Of Advent, and it's okay. like maybe a five minute read every day. Okay.
0: Well, because I was going to say, as you read through those, and I said, I feel inspired. I also realized that as I felt inspired, I was like, oh, I've got work to do. And it was like an encouraging though, like, yeah, I've got work to do. Let's do it. And it made Mm -hmm. me think of the conversation I've been having with Avery and other friends recently about children and having lots of kids and having kids when you're young and just children in general, parenting in general. How if I weren't Catholic, if we weren't Catholic, like I get why people don't want kids. I get why people don't view marriage in a good light. Like, well, they get their girl and boy and chop it off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I understand that because if I weren't Catholic, this would feel like it was for nothing. But because I'm Catholic, there's this, like, it's become so obvious to me that there is nothing that could push me to sainthood more. Then the gift of life and being open to life, there's nothing that could push me to sainthood more and push me to grow in virtue more than being married. And that's not like a Debbie Downer, like, a oh, my gosh, this is impossible. That's like a, OK, let's rise to the challenge and let let's make this for something like I want to get to heaven with my mm-hmm. spouse and my children. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And so all those quotes made me think of that and praise God for the Catholic Church, because i don't know how i don't know how people do any of this without
1: like faith like that without grace like that you know mm-hmm. i don't know i also don't like really understand advent if you like don't have you're not yeah. like into the mary stuff <laughs> true
0: <laughs> i've always wondered i always get shocked when i see non-catholic christians celebrating advent because i'm like huh that's interesting i don't know why i don't know why it shocks me so much because i understand when I guess it, no, it doesn't shock me so much when they do Lent. It's yeah. just more Advent that I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just a, same thing with like having an Advent wreath and stuff. I'm like, oh, interesting. I just always thought that was a Catholic thing. Maybe that was me being ignorant, but it just seems. It, it, I mean, a it confusing. is because
1: the purple and the pink, it goes liturgically. Liturgically and like, with yeah. the
0: vestments and the, you know, so I'm just like, I, okay.
1: <laughs> hey. I mean During I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's doing something in their life. Totally, you know totally. I mean? It just throws me off. Oh, for sure. Okay, so let's jump into some voicemails. Meg, first, you want to talk about Catholic bridal collective cuz I already know there's probably at least 20 of you that are about to be engaged in the next 3 weeks. So, yes. <laughs> like you guys need this. Oh my gosh, that is so <laughs> true. I forgot that this is like engagement
0: season. Um we're expecting a baby season, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um all that said, The Catholic Bridal Collective is a wedding planning resource whose main mission is to connect Catholic brides and grooms to Catholic wedding vendors. So, to all of you who are messaging me constantly asking if I know of a Catholic photographer in Wyoming, I don't, but the Catholic Bridal Collective might. And they've vetted 75 plus professional Catholic wedding vendors, which goes beyond just photographers. They've got wedding planners, florists, videographers, and more. They're all part of their directory, and it's totally free to go through their directory you can search by state or category they also have a blog to share the vendor's work and advice for planning your catholic wedding day um so it's like a one-stop shop for you catholic bride to bees. so go ahead and visit their website at www.thecatholicbridalcollective.com com to find a wedding vendor and follow them on instagram to enter their engagement season giveaway it's happening right now they've got all kinds of different giveaways going on Fine. um yeah super generous super fun uh their social media is at the bridal collective oh sorry (laughs) at the catholic bridal collective um all the links to them are in our show notes
1: yes and thank you guys for being a sponsor this holiday season seriously guys go check them out Um, And even if like you're not engaged, send them as a thank you from us, send them to your friend who is engaged or, you know, working on their wedding, because it can be such a great resource. And I will say it does matter if you're having a Catholic wedding for you to have a Catholic photographer and videographer specifically. It matters. Oh, my gosh. The photography
0: from your wedding alone, that was just like so storytelling in an authentically Catholic way. Unreal. It's necessary. It is. It does.
1: You're Catholic before you were a wife. Just say that. (laughs) (laughs) Back. Okay, so let's jump into this one voicemail we kind of talked about a little bit um, about IVF.
2: Mm, And IVF is
1: a really hot topic right now. Like I know a lot of like political commentators are talking about this. Michael Knowles, he's been talking about this a while. Live action um they're there if you guys don't follow them on in, in instagram please do but um they've been they've been finally dabbling into the topic like the catholic church has a really staunch stance on it there's still a lot of stuff out there right now and it's really cool to start seeing that become more mainstream especially yes. in the conservative realm because i think people pretty are really cool. scared to touch it
0: <laughs> well as i was gonna say
1: it's pretty cool oh, and that
0: and birth control have been like mentioned from the Non-Christian lens, but in support yeah. of the Catholic Church's viewpoint, it's like, or just even the, the non-Catholic
1: you know? lens, like just Christian. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. It's very cool. So, so um, uh, that being said, we're not going to dive into like why what the church stance is on IVF. That's not really the point of the voicemail. Definitely go check it out. Um, it it just has to do with like human. Uh, how we see the human person, and um mm-hmm. she mentions it a little bit, but how like the we can't like having kids is not like a a right. it's a gift right, yeah, you know? yep, yep, Yep. um, so anyways, there's a lot of great stuff about it. Definitely check it out. um but this is a great voicemail, and here we
4: hey go hey, ladies, This is Hannah um. You can hear my son in the background. He's just a chatty little four-month-old. Um, but I have some holiday advice that I would like to get to you, ladies. Um, so I shared Live Action's recent post about IVF. And um, one of my husband's cousins responded to my story and said, you don't know where others come from or their stories as to why they'd have to do something like IVF. Some of your opinions on Facebook need to be kept to yourself. You should stop being so judgy of others and try to be the Catholic you say you are and put yourself in others' shoes. And, I don't know, we're spending Christmas with his family and we're going to see them in just a couple weeks. And my husband doesn't think I should say anything, just ignore it. Um, But, like, they were born Catholic, baptized, confirmed, and just, like, don't really practice anymore. And I feel like this could be a good opportunity to be, like... This is what the church teaches, and this is why, like, kids are so beautiful. If like, you don't have a right to them, they're a gift. But also recognizing, like, infertility is a serious cross and not something that I have experience with and, like, don't understand. But, like, the church teaches the truth, regardless of my experience with it or not. And, yeah, I don't know. I was wondering if you guys had any advice for how to approach the situation, if it is worth saying something, or if I should just ignore it, or what, so love you ladies, love the podcast, um, you want to say hello? You say hello?
0: Nothing? He's going to it now.
4: <laughs> so, yeah,
0: that's all, thanks. Okay, that ended super cute, um, cute. <laughs> secondly, this has actually happened to me a number of times, uh, believe it or not, not, not in regards to IVF, but in regards to other church teaching, um, yeah, just, I mean, gay marriage, um, I don't even know what else, but I just have, I mean, even, not even in regards to church teaching, just in regards to, like, the military or stuff Stuff I've made comments on or have opinions on that I've shared on specifically Facebook. I don't know why that's the hub for this, um, and I'll have family members comment, like, You need to keep these opinions to yourself, blah, blah, blah. Essentially the same thing that she just got told. I have been told multiple times by family members. So here's my advice. Go with what your husband's saying. It's his family. He said, don't say anything. I would also just not bring it up. However, if it comes up in conversation, if it gets brought up, if they come to you with it, then absolutely pursue the conversation because I think there could be something to be gained there maybe. Holy Spirit come, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Oh, I would
1: definitely prepare my facts, Yes,
0: yes. I would be prepared for it, but I would not bring it up, Um, especially because it's his family um, and it's the holidays, so it's like you don't want to be starting something on the holidays. That's not welcome. Um, But if someone else brings it up, you want to be prepared. So definitely prepare. And then I just, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, we live in a weird world right now where it's like you're not allowed to have different opinions than people. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowed, especially if they're Christian ones, you really need to keep this quiet because those are judgmental and offensive
1: beyond belief.
0: But and the I... funny thing is,
1: it's like the like live action's non-religious. So whatever she right. reposted was from a non-religious, non-political standpoint.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's clear that he probably has some wounds with the Catholic faith there because he immediately took it as if it was a religious stance and made it about religion when it wasn't so I think that says something about his wounds and where he's coming from with it but anyways regardless of it why can't we just be adults with different opinions that can exist like in a mature fashion in the same room mm-hmm. when did they you can stop? always
1: oh yeah it did stop I, I think know. um you can always too be like, I would, I would love to have this conversation. I always le- learn so much from having conversations with people with different viewpoints. I don't think now is the appropriate time, but I would mm-hmm. love to set up some time where we can, you know, actually discuss this. I just don't think now True. is the right time to have that. And I'm sure you can agree. You know, yeah. I'm sure you can understand. Yeah. That's because, really good. you know, Sometimes you and might then, not want to defend in front of 45 family members. <laughs> very true. And
0: have all of their opinions
1: chipping in as well. Um yeah.
0: And then it also kind of brings to light how important this is to you and that you're willing to set aside time for this conversation and that their stance on it matters to you and you're willing to give it the space. Um, mm-hmm. And then they can either rise to the occasion or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. And like they, probably enough to them. they probably won't. They probably
1: wouldn't take you up on it. Exactly. So yeah, they'd probably be like, "Yeah, yeah." But sure. I would just like smile and pretend like nothing ever happened. But I would not seek them out for a conversation. Yeah. No, me neither. Or just like, "Hey, hope your drive-in was well," and then keep walking. Keep on walking straight keep to on. the kitchen where the cookies are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um. Okay, let's see here. Mm, We had some call ins. Okay, this one's really sweet. Um, It's like, how do you not believe God's real? Um, Hey, y'all, got not a crazy story in which you may think, but a very redeeming story nonetheless. Last Christmas was my husband and I's first Christmas being married. And we found out on Thanksgiving that we were expecting our first baby. It was so fun to go through Advent with the Holy Family, knowing that our little family was growing too. A few days before Christmas, though, I started spotting, and then Christmas Day, I was cramping really bad. We lost our precious little baby that night, and it was very traumatic for me, to say the least. I was so hurt, and just kept thinking that Mary had her hand, and my her had her had her baby in mine. Wow, what I was sorry. Ugh. Rewind. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Patrick just got back from Kroger and he was hovering over me and making me nervous. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was it's always his fault. Okay, no, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> I was so hurt and just kept thinking that Mary had her baby and, but mine was taken away. And a few months mm-hmm. later though, on Easter day, actually, we found out we were expecting again. And amazingly, this little baby's due date was Christmas day. We're now wow. 30, weeks, I know 38 weeks along with healthy little baby and have just felt so much joy having Christmas be something to look forward to this year. When I was not sure Christmas was going to be something you know, I would look forward to, and I was yeah. going to dread forever. So even if this baby comes a different day, I know God has us in his hands. That's really cool. That's yeah. really redemptive too. So they lost their baby on Christmas, found out they were pregnant on Easter, and then are due on Christmas. That is so beautiful. Whoa, is Easter to Christmas? That's crazy. I feel like Easter and Christmas feel so far away, but I guess you can grow a human during that time. Yeah nine months
0: that's crazy that's so cool yeah. i love i love 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 stories like that
1: yeah it's like you can't okay. tell me
0: that's just the energies come like
1: the in the world's energy i, I cannot it's because you're a scorpion <laughs> and you're whatever virgo scorpion <laughs> <laughs> oh my god with your half moon and your your you chakra know, chakra with your gem on your nightstand we need to
0: stop before something happens with the words we're saying I don't know I don't know how Eliminated this stuff illuminated at the right yeah. time with the, <laughs> with the bunny
1: with the rabbit <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry oh for those of you that we don't even to know. listen to us you get it <laughs> we don't even know what we're saying right now no um okay really really crazy voicemail I feel like coming up teaser um but <laughs> the little catholic guys it is not too late to get christmas gift from the little catholic seriously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you guys don't know what the little catholic is where have you been this will be the answers to not all but some of your problems probably um, most most yeah <laughs> the at the little catholic underscore on instagram check them out or www.thelittlecatholic.com they are Megan and I's like go to jewelry in general. Like this, yeah, is, like not, not, not just Catholic jewelry.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: no, no, this is like in general jewelry. Um, yeah, really beautiful. You yep. can get stuff like this for non Catholic people, non religious people. I mean, seriously, Priscilla is the founder of her jewelry, and her eye is so classy and delicate and really unique um yeah and dainty so check them out you can get i mean anywhere from necklaces to cufflinks Um, i literally purchased cufflinks for avery's stocking (laughs) so i (laughs) love that the saint benedict ones Uh uh-huh yeah 100 did that like like even for like weddings like get your get your future husband some cufflinks
0: you know that's such a cute little like day of wedding gift
1: oh my gosh Oh, my gosh. So great. So check them out. You can get 20% off with code HECK20 at checkout for little Catholic. Yay. Okay. So this voicemail, I would freak out.
3: Oh,
1: no. Oh, no. (laughs) Here we go.
5: Hey, Megan and Cecilia. So I was hoping to talk about an upcoming Christmas situation. My husband and I are recently married, and we spent Thanksgiving at my house, and we're going to his house for Christmas, his family's house. Um, so, his, he has a lot of siblings, um, and I don't know how to say this nicely, but he's told me about his insecurities about his family's home because of how messy and gross and smelly. It is, um, they have like a lot of Littles around and then two dogs and we've talked about it and it's, in my opinion, to the point where it's almost just, I don't know, it's, it's undescribable, um, like the dogs come in from being outside, they're wet and dirty and there's just like a smell that's not pleasant. And I'm a little worried about being there for five days. The last time we were there um, was only for a few hours, but my food was cooked on a burnt pan that had burnt food on it. I slept in dirty sheets. I don't know whose sheets they were, but they were not cleaned, and. There's just like a smell that you take with you when you leave. Anyway, um, and my husband has been upset about it his whole life. And I don't, and we are expecting, and I certainly don't want to bring my child there when, um, you know, um, it's just so messy and has a lot of, I don't know, just, probably germs and stuff, especially with the little kids. And I don't know if there's ever a way to bring up that conversation with his parents. Um, since we're newly married, I, you know, I don't want that to be the first thing. And I think we're just going to go there and get through it. But it reminded me of, like, beauty for the sake of sanity, of, like, how you take care of your home is how you'll take care of other people. And it's just a situation that I'm not really sure how to navigate. So I'd love some advice um let me know and thank you so much love you guys bye
1: oh no this is her first christmas (laughs) oh gosh i don't know what to say i don't know what to say let me just like i see your worries you don't want to look high maintenance you don't Mm want to offend them right It's obviously an
0: insecurity for your husband, too, so you're, like, treading lightly.
1: But here's my one thing I was going to say is, like, that's the best part is that he's embarrassed and insecure about it because if he wasn't, it would be such a problem for you. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: That would be another level of, like, let's discuss this. Let's dissect this.
1: (laughs) Okay, so I dated a guy, and I went to his house for the first time, and, oh, my Mm. gosh, there was it was so bad. It was really bad. And he didn't see like, and I wasn't comparing it to our homes where we like to keep them very like well decorated and like, right. You know, They're like just talking about like hygiene on a basic level. Yes. Like literally basic cleanliness factors, like just basic stuff. Um, clean sheets, you know what I mean? And yeah, Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. And like, he didn't see that. And like, that was a really red flag for really big red flag. I was like, shoot, like, how do I even explain? Like, he's not going to get it. He didn't grow up like seeing anything different, you know? That's wild. Yeah. So, but with the caller, I mean, I don't, to me, I know it sounds easier said than done, but I would do anything to keep the peace at the holidays, especially when I have a baby hotel airbnb Mm -hmm. i would not stay there because i would need the space and and knowing that i'm gonna go back to somewhere clean and knowing that i will feel clean after i get out of the shower yep yeah
0: no i agree i think there comes a point especially once the baby's here like for this christmas i think it's maybe just suck it up tough it out kind of thing five days five days oh i guess maybe not in my (laughs) in my head when it's like oh we're going to the families for christmas it means like 48 hours tops
1: <laughs> that's a long time that is a long
0: time here's here's what i say you guys are married now so y'all come first to each other not your families oh, yeah
1: i wish she was allergic to dogs sorry oh uh, yeah could you throw that it. out there like ah oh, shoot
0: <laughs> um but but no in all seriousness like y'all come before your families now to each other. And so if this is something you guys need to do, and you need to establish a boundary and just be like, hey, we're gonna, you know, be down the road, we just want to have our own space, like while we're there, so we can really enjoy the time with you guys, blah, blah, blah. I I don't know. I feel like you could do that. And it'd be fine. But also, I'm a no conflict kind of gal.
1: So... I don't know (laughs) the thing that's really throwing me off is when she said there's a smell and the smell you bring it with you oh gosh yeah that would drive you nuts
0: you've literally said I think you've said this before tell me if I'm wrong but the only reason you're not you haven't like kicked our dog out of the house when you come to visit is because our house doesn't smell like dog
1: yes which is really hard to do it's It's very hard to do but but like
0: that's a real thing a house that smells like dog is not and then
1: wet dog and then two of them
0: (laughs) yeah yeah tough tough tough
1: and look it's nothing against like well maybe it is there is a certain level of cleanliness you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um that is like just a general standard but um and 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 the the worst thing your husband could do is be like we're not staying there because the house is too dirty
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because that's not the mother in law will immediately know it's
1: you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that you're the problem. So, mm-hmm. not a good look. Yeah. Not a good look. Not a good look at all. <laughs> yeah. That's it's like that's really hard. That's horrible. Yeah. Okay. So, how about this one? This is about a mother in law freaking out. So you want a drama, you're going to get the drama. These (laughs)
0: stories make me so sad. I just wish everyone had happy (laughs) mother-in-laws. This one
1: isn't also outrageous. All right. Oh, gosh.
6: Hi. So I am calling in about the crazy holiday story slash advice. I think my story might be a combo between the two. But anyways – Um, So my husband and I got, we recently got married and we are waiting to do our honeymoon when he is out of school. So we are actually leaving Christmas Day to go to Europe for two weeks for our honeymoon. And our mother-in-law really wanted us to see us for the holidays, but we're clearly going to be out of the country. So um, because of our jobs, my husband and I um, work a lot of weekends, so it's hard for us to travel and she lives out of town. But this past weekend, we were able to find some time to go up and visit her. So, um, just this past weekend, we, we went up, we visited her, we brought her Christmas present, we had, um, we bought tickets to go see this cool Christmas light show, um, so we can make it a fun, like, holiday weekend and kind of celebrate Christmas early with her. So anyways, the end of the weekend, um, we hand her her Christmas gift and we were like, oh, we're so excited, like, we would love for you to open your gift. And she looks at us and she's like, I'm not opening that now. I'm going to wait and open it when I come down to see you for Christmas on the 23rd. And my husband and I looked at each other and we're like, what? And she had never mentioned that to us before. That was the first time she told us. And my husband told her and was like, Mom, we would love for you to be with us for Christmas, but, you know, we're leaving out of the country. So if you're coming down, like like, we won't be here. And she's like, well, I know you're leaving Christmas Day. I'll go back home on Christmas Day. But I wanna come the day before. Um, or she's planning on come, she was told us she was coming December twenty-third, she'll come in the evening and that way she could spend December twenty fourth with us. And my husband was like, That's not gonna work, mom, because um my wife, me, um, I am working both the twenty third and the twenty fourth and because of my job I work at nights and I sleep during the day. So my husband was like, You won't even see her because she will be sleeping and working the entire time you're here. And my husband was like, and I'm going to be helping her get, re- get ready for the trip and pack everything ready for the trip. So like, we, won't, we don't have the time to host. That's why we came up this weekend to do a Christmas celebration with you early. And she got so mad. She started yelling, screaming, saying that we didn't eat this. She was like, you don't want me to be a part of your family anymore. You have just left. You don't want to have me involved. I guess you don't want me down there. And we were like, no, we, we would love to celebrate with you. That's why we had this whole weekend that's why we planned to come see you, we wanted to make this weekend special, and this whole thing, that she, like, was adamant that, like, she was feeling mad, and she didn't want it to be, like, she thought we didn't want her to be part of the family, all this stuff, and we're like, no, like, we would love to have you, but we're literally leaving the country, so it became this huge thing, and anyway, but yeah, my husband and I were like, oh my gosh, shit. like, we didn't even know she was coming, that was like, like, she just sprung that on us out of,
1: Okay. So she like ran out of time cause three minute max, okay. but okay. she called back and she was like, we tried to reach out and send like pictures from our weekend and stuff and just be pleasant. And she's kind of icing us out and not talking to us. And it's just mm. like really bad. And I don't know how to handle that. And my husband and I, we, you know, my husband, I guess, um, my husband and I have tried to talk about boundaries and she's not very receptive to it. Oh, am just gosh. like trying to channel what Dr. Laura would say. And I feel like she would say like, we can't host you. We, it was so great seeing you. We will see you in the new, like l- would love to set a time to see you in the new year mm-hmm. Um, to host you then and Mm -hmm. um you know we will be busy packing it's actually added stress for us to be hosting the day before i'm sure you understand it was so great seeing you can't wait to share photos of our trip we'll see you in the new year and like that's it and when she's mad like it's not your job to suck up yep yep you can't make like someone that is unreasonable reason right well and this is the
0: love this is this is the detachment mothers have to do especially with like, their sons yes this is the de- <laughs> so gosh uh, okay no this is the detachment <laughs> mothers have to do that um my priest and spiritual director talks to me about often like this is not healthy this is how you, you break relationships. It's not you. No, no, no. It's not you at all. It's it's her as a mom. She's having a hard time. She's never practiced the detachment. And now she's coming face to face with it and having to do it cold turkey because she's not practiced it in small ways throughout the entirety of his life. And that's hard. That's hard. And for now her, he's that's married. Yes. That's something she's going to have to do. And you can't fix that for her. And I actually love and I want to applaud your husband for how he handled that and how he was up front and said, actually, no that won't work for us. Like heck, yes, instead of over. just being like, yeah. Very you married a good guy. <laughs> yeah, and enjoy your honeymoon.
1: <laughs> really impressive. I think uh-huh. the one thing that makes me mad is the guilt. Like she's trying to guilt you and I hate yes. that. Yep. I, it's so manipulative. It doesn't yep. work. It's not going to work on you and I wonder if it's worked on your husband prior to being married and that's why she mm-hmm. does it. I don't know. It yeah. sounds like she's not married. So she'll, she. I don't know if she yeah. gonna be alone for Christmas, whatever, but um, that's the situation. And like, it's not going to be every Christmas. You're not going to take a honeymoon every Christmas.
0: Also I was going to say the fact that it's their honeymoon, like, come on. Yeah. It's not like a, it's just different. Just just keep your mouth shut. That's really special for them. The fact that they couldn't go right away is really annoying. Like this is their honeymoon. You can't Leave let this alone. ruin your honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. We will be angry if you do. I
1: will be angry. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, we'll be angry. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. Um okay, so I want to do one more, but Meg, you want to talk okay. about mention?
0: They do want to talk about mentionables. Um, something I don't think we've ever shared on here is that they have loungewear, you guys. I have a, a loungewear set of theirs myself. And it's this pointel um fabric, and it's super dainty and feminine and cute looking, but it's also very, very soft and it has a little bit of stretch and give to it too. And they've got like this tank top with a ruffle like ballet pink looking. It's just super Ooh. cute. It's so cute. And they have shorts. They've got pants. They even have like a cute little bralette with a little scallop lacing around it. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, lingerie. This is something you could wear all day at home. Um, And I just, you need to check it out. You've got to check it out. It's the prettiest little ballet pink. And then they've also got navy and they've got gray. So find what works for you. But check out their loungewear as well as their lingerie because we know it's the best. And use code DANGHECK10 for 10% off your
1: order at Mentionables. And by the way, if you are new here, Mentionables mm-hmm. is like the modelless lingerie company. So go yes. to, send the links to your husband, no nudes. Mm-hmm. You got it. No, no nudes. <laughs> Hashtag no nudes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hashtag
1: woman owned.
0: <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Just all the great things. We love them yes. so much. I would never buy lingerie from anyone else. I swear.
1: <laughs> I love them. Um. Okay. So... Here's one. It really has nothing to do with the holidays, but I just think it's a good one. So. Okay.
3: Okay. Hey, I was just listening to the holiday singlehood podcast. I'm going to leave this anonymous, um, but you guys were replying to um, the girl about like putting yourself out there or just like, I don't know, struggling with that. And one of the things that Megan said was when she was single she like put effort in like every time she like went anywhere and like whatever because like we don't know when we're going to meet our person um this is also from a single girl who is 23 um so I can relate but I one of the things I struggle with like with that is like I feel like I put effort in like, most days, especially, like, when I'm leaving the house, um, just because, A, it makes me feel more confident, but my question is, one of the things I struggle with, then, is, like, anytime I'm out and about, and, like, I see a cute guy, I'm like, oh, ooh, is that my future husband, or, like, go to a Catholic young adult first, and see a new cute dude there, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should talk to him, is he my future husband, And then I feel like I'm just, like, searching for my future husband and not necessarily, like, searching for a friendship. I don't know. Maybe this is confusing. Sorry if it is. But I was just curious if you guys could offer any advice in that. Like, maybe there's a balance between, like, putting yourself together and trying, but then At the same time, not just, like, assuming any new cute guy you run into is your future husband. Hope you guys are having a fabulous day whenever you listen to this. I really appreciate the podcast. Sorry again if this voicemail is all over the place. Love you. Bye.
0: It totally makes sense, first of all. Let's just say that. Because she was worried, like, I don't know, maybe this doesn't make sense. It makes sense to me. But I don't know if there's anything wrong with it. I don't think I ever went into, like, guys that I was attracted to. I don't think I ever was like, let me be their friend. You know what I mean? Like, I think my initial yes. thought is, let's see if I could pursue something here. Which I think feel like is natural and normal it just so happened that I wasn't looking when I found Avery so we were friends first because I was like no I don't want to date you right now so we would just chat
1: like friends Hmm. so some I mean when I met Patrick I wasn't looking to be I wasn't like looking for another friend um <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any more friends okay <laughs> but something patrick always said he was like you can't limit someone to a potential so if you Mm, every guy you're meeting you're limiting to only like this person i'm just seeing this person through the view of like are they a potential candidate for my wife or spouse husband um it's i mean i don't know patrick he's sitting right next to me do you want to say anything on the topic Put him on the spot like that, dang.
2: Uh, no, you, you said what my mindset was going into meeting you, which was to not reduce somebody to a potential. Uh, and I think that that helped us. And I think you kind of had the same mindset too when we met. So I think... Yeah, be maybe,
1: open to the possibility, but like not set on the outcome.
2: And I don't remember if it was... Maybe it was your mindset going in or my, my buddy John kind of talked about it. If you go in with that mindset of reducing somebody to a potential spouse, it doesn't allow you to appreciate their whole person, or it mm. limits your ability to see or interact with their whole person
1: because wow. you're okay. them
2: to a like almost a position in your life. And so you're gonna view them through that lens that you're putting on them. Mm. Instead of being able to experience their whole person and who they really are,
1: makes a lot of sense. So
0: I just got roasted. He, he articulated. <laughs> so glad he was here. Articulated that. That way was better. so
1: good. <laughs> Thank you for that cameo. Yep.
0: And we're signing out. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to say, like, it's okay to notice someone and be attracted. Like, that's actually good. Like, if you're not true like the thought of like oh he's cute that's such a fun mm-hmm. thought like yeah <laughs> rightly ordered like in your state for me not a cute thought for you really cute thought like yeah <laughs> <laughs> for
0: you get to confession for right now <laughs>
1: <laughs> so like rightly ordered I think it's it's not like oh can't we like He'd look really good in my bed. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's
0: it's not that. True. That's know? true. No, that's true. Cause we do we have callers call in with this often, like, am I just being too much? Like, am I, you know, approaching this the right way? And I'm like, guys, this is good. Like, yeah, praise they're... God, there's cute yeah. guys
1: around you. This is like... <laughs>
0: that's, that's like the number one complaint from girls these days is that there aren't any, so... Yeah, I'm like,
1: that's more than a lot of girls can say. So it looks like yeah. you're, you're doing pretty good, girl. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean... Okay, so not going to play these. Oh, but I have to mention, there's one girl that called in a few weeks ago. And on the topic of Megan, when you were talking about like, put your best foot forward, you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. Um, What is the name of like the karate that that Avery does? Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. So she signed up for a jiu-jitsu class and like 10 minutes before she needed to leave, she's like, I got to put my best foot forward and painted her toenails before she got there. (laughs) That is amazing. My toenails aren't painting. This is for the sake of putting my best foot forward. I don't know who's going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: going all out. It's so good. That's so so funny. Bright red, Um, I hope. (laughs) I know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Scandalous. Um one girl, okay, so I think it was last episode. A girl called in about the guy on Catholic match, how he was like, Oh, I have a past ex-fiance with depression da da da. Yeah, do
2: you remember that?
1: Yeah, another girl called in. She's like, "This sounds all too familiar. Is he from this state? Does he do this for work? I've heard the same thing three years ago. Like, oh, watch no. out! This guy seems virtuous. He does it to all of us. Like, it was so good. <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. he's been around. He's been around and around. This guy's oh famous. I know. It's so funny. Um." Another girl called in and she went to the German Christmas market that you recommended that you haven't been to and she said she ate the thing that you were talking about, like the dough yeah. thing. Yeah. And she's like, it was super good and you have to go. <gasps> Yay! We go this weekend. Well, it'll be the
0: Saturday after or before this comes out. Yeah. Um, but I'm so excited. Not looking forward to the two and a half hour drive with small children, but I'm very excited. You guys for should that.
1: check out the Blessed Sacrament EWTN. We are, we are going, my dad dad sent us an itinerary
0: of when to meet at the, there's a gelato place on the way up that uses the same recipe as a place right outside of the Vatican in Italy and they won't let you, the rules for the gelato place here in um, Alabama, you don't, you can't bring your phone in or you can't use your phone while you're in there or anything because they want, they're trying to promote the whole like, we don't want you to come get our ice cream and sit in front of each other on your phones kind of like. also
1: do they want marketing or not
0: i know i'm like how are they marketing this i've been thinking about it for a year now how are they marketing this place because how's that happen anyways um that's there and he my dad put a time stamp for when we're all supposed to meet there and then we'll stay there for about this much time and then we'll go to the shrine that you're talking about and we'll stay there for this much time and then we'll go to the Christmas market and everyone can stay there for as long as they want, but they have to be back by a certain time for mass that evening. So don't you worry. It is on the itinerary. That my dad <laughs> sent the entire family.
1: That is awesome. There
0: Most you go. Air force retired air force officer thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. It
1: <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. And that about wraps it up. That and wraps it, it up for the that's year. everything. Oh my gosh. Wow. I feel like this goodbye be... you guys i hope this was exciting enough <laughs> i know this
0: sounds a little dramatic and like a debbie downer but merry christmas peace on earth we're
1: so grateful for all of our sponsors this christmas season oh gosh, seriously yes. like we're so glad we could do a giveaway for you that was a bomb giveaway that we did a few weeks ago it really that was, was such a good giveaway and such a glow up we have
0: come a long way
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys just need yeah. Go to our Instagram. Please support all of our sponsors. They support us, and this is the you know this podcast is on a free platform, so they're the only way that you know we're able to continue to do this. Um, and any as as if you wanted to give us a Christmas gift, um, if you were feeling especially generous, <laughs> five star reviews. Love getting those um, on Apple or Spotify on Apple. Write in a review even better okay
2: um
1: on my nice list and we'd just be really (laughs) grateful after completely guilting you into that
0: (laughs) with that we'll see you in february see you guys in february merry
1: christmas happy new year and there's no good way to end this so we're just going to end it with as purple purple hat purple (laughs) hat Yes.
5: <laughs> Bye guys. Love
2: you.
1: Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. We'd love to hear your What in the Dang Heck moments. So
0: call our hotline at 312-775-2615.
1: And don't forget to subscribe, leave a rate and review, share with your best friend, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.